The action genres put their protagonists up against physical conflict almost exclusively. For example, J.C. Chander's film All is Lost. On the other hand, the novelistic technique of stream of consciousness submerges the telling entirely at the layer of inner conflict. There, it churns cross-currents of dream and memory, of regret and yearning that flood the protagonist's mind. For example, Virginia Woolf's Mrs. Dalloway. Filmmakers like Chandor, who strive for a purity of objectivity, or authors like Woolf, who seek a purity of subjectivity, complicate their works at the extreme of only one level of conflict. As a result, their genius crafts a compelling story with little or no need for spoken dialogue. Stories told with highly kinetic concentration at just one level of life are complicated, often dazzlingly so, but, in my definition, not complex. Complex stories embrace two, three, or even all four levels of human conflict. Authors with worldviews both wide and deep often bracket their tellings with inner conflict at one level, physical strife at another, and then concentrate on the middle ranges of social and personal conflicts, the two venues of talk. Personal conflicts embroil friends, family, and lovers. Intimacy, by its nature, begins in talk, then builds, changes, and ends in talk. Personal conflicts, therefore, royal with multi-layered, multi-meaning dialogue. For example, this exchange between Walter White and his wife Skyler in Season 4, Episode 6 of Breaking Bad. From the first season's first episode on, Walter White's characterization portrays a nervous, insecure, defensive man. But by the end of this scene, we glimpse his true character. Interior Bedroom Day Husband and wife sit on the bed. I said before, if you are in danger, we go to the police. No, I don't want to hear about the police. I do not say that lightly. I know what it can do to this family, but if it is the only real choice we have, if it's either that or you getting shot when you open your front door... I don't want to hear about the police. You're not some hardened criminal, Walt. You are in over your head. That's what we tell them. That's the truth. That's not the truth. Of course it is. A school teacher, cancer, desperate for money... We're done. Roped into working, unable to quit. You told me that yourself, Walt. Jesus, what was I thinking? Walt, please, let's both of us stop trying to justify this whole thing and admit you're in danger. Who are you talking to right now? Who is it you think you see? Do you know how much I make a year? Even if I told you, you wouldn't believe it. Do you know what would happen if I suddenly decided to stop going to work? A business big enough that it could be listed on the NASDAQ goes belly up, disappears. It ceases to exist without me. Now, you clearly don't know who you're talking to, so let me clue you in. I am not in danger, Skylar. I am the danger. A guy opens a door and gets shot. You think that's me? No. 
I am the one who knocks. He walks out of the bedroom. Skylar stares after him. Walter is describing his new other self, the doppelganger we come to know as Heisenberg. Skylar, dumbfounded by her husband's words, can only grasp for the meaning. Social conflicts surge through institutions of public purpose. Medical, educational, military, religious, governmental, corporate, all social enterprises, legal and criminal. As people move from personal to social relationships, they often speak with less sincerity and greater formality. When public conflicts peak,